Like I, I love Star Wars. I'm a sucker for it. So it doesn't yeah, have I, to be good for me to love it. Yeah, I grew up on it, and I think there was enough nostalgia just kind of waiting that I think at some level I would have enjoyed it. Um, but I ended up really, really loving it because again because of the characters. Yeah, I, I thought they did a really good job with some really, really interesting visuals with it. Um, like the Star Destroyer against the, the desert was phenomenal. The the interior scenes with Ray contrasting to the scale of it, freaking phenomenal. The, the, the look of the, the TIE fighters coming in over the hazy uh, sun. Holy shit, that was awesome. The cinematography for that film was just on point. Yeah. That it that was good cinematography, and I think Star Wars. There's something about the visuals of Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like it, it has to be iconic. It's hard to hit that bar. And I think mm-hmm. if one of the things the film succeeded at was fucking hitting that bar really hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it looked it felt like Star Wars, and really at that point, that's what it needed to do. I think so. I wasn't sure whenever they revealed the first trailer. They had the Millennium Falcon all over the place and camera angles up the wazoo. And I was like, <laughs> this doesn't really feel like Star Wars, but it's such a tiny little portion. Like, action scenes can can be like the odd one out, as it were. You know, what I mean? as long as they're good. Yeah, it actually just occurred to me that basically only like what two of the shots in the original teaser were actually in the film yeah because that whole millennium falcon thing wasn't there some of the ray hitting going off in her speeder wasn't there the rilo cad yeah was not there there, yeah 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 i didn't know when i was watching it however like when i was watching the film i didn't care what scenes were not in the trailer or whatever you know it was just a good film and that's that's something like it doesn't really take me out of the film but that's something i'm always thinking of in Mm. my head I mean, that, I guess that's just always the problem with trailers, because, yeah, if you've seen, like, even if they're all not showing that much, you get, like, a basic idea of where the story is going, and then it's like, oh, and now we've hit this beat because of this part in the trailer. One of the things, like, I, I kind of realized, like, about that dichotomy was that all of those scenes were, like, either extensions of, like, a shot or maybe, like, a reshoot of one of them. Like, for instance, in the trailer, there's a shot of Finn grabbing Ray's hand. And in the trailer, he looks at it for longer than he does in the film. In the film, he just grabs it. But in the trailer, he looks at it and then grabs it. But, mm-hmm. like, so it feels like though a lot of them were, like, reshoots or something. So it still conveyed the same atmosphere. Yeah, or, or the, it was just one of those things where whoever in the editing bay was taking alternate takes just to work better with their yeah. whole... Trailers are movies onto themselves now. So. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. I don't mind that. That's just more footage, you know. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's in the film or not. If you get a few extra seconds of a scene or an alternate angle, that's pretty balling, you know. I do yeah. think that the the I like the stormtroopers and stuff in terms of like this works thirty years after because I've always liked Star Wars for keeping that sort of visual continuity. Yeah. The 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 Imperial shuttle redux they did for kylo ren or whatever was just ridiculous like it was like all right that that is the no that is if you want to complain about something danny that is the 343 industries revamp of the imperial shuttle like what if we it doesn't look evil enough can we paint it black and have lots of random crap on it instead of just being smooth oh god like well to be fair 
Kylo Ren would do something like that. This doesn't look Darth Vader-y enough. Yeah. How can I make it look Darth Vader-y? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think Kylo Ren was ultimately like. I get that they weren't. I think it was smart, like not to try and. Oh, we're gonna out Vader, Darth Vader. On the other hand, he just comes off as such a like whiny, annoying yeah. prick. Like at some point, like if I were one of the Imperial dudes, I would just like. I'm just gonna like shoot him one time when he's not aware because God, he's just so whiny. Like I hate him, and he keeps on <laughs> like our maintenance budget keeps going skyrocketing because he keeps on destroying consoles all the time. You'd hate to be a technician or a repairman at that station where he's at. You know, it's like, oh fuck, him. damn it, <laughs> not again. Well, in Kylo Ren's defense, two things: one, he's a Skywalker child, so it kind it's kind of in his genes to be. <laughs> Um, and the other one is, is I kind of like that he was this villain who was trying to overcompensate for not being like Darth Vader and thus was more pushy because in a way that made him more dangerous because he wasn't confident because he was willing to really, mm -hmm. you know, push the edges. And so I felt that there was a, a different type of threat than Darth Vader, certainly, but there was still a threat that existed from him being reckless and unpredictable. At least that's how I read it. So, yeah, that's fair. And then all I—I I really just hope that, I mean, issues of Ray being super competent aside, I really just hope she isn't related to any character we know. Because a, I really hate the trope where everyone in a giant universe knows each other. She is. She's a Skywalker. It's 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 confirmed already. Then the the B. The B, the problem is, is that once again, it makes, why are you leaving these force sensitive individuals off on random ass planets? <laughs> actually, what actually, is the point the, of the, child the, abandonment? The, the strong theory going around is after the massacre at the temple, when Luke tried to restart up the Jedi Academy and get recruits, is that the, the Knights of Ren came and wrecked shit. And it was to protect the thingy that he buggered off and, and the desert planets. And, uh, yeah. You couldn't leave her on a nicer planet? Why does it have why to be a shitty desert planet? He's used to desert planets. What? He's used to it. Yeah, why do you leave but him like, with the douchey yeah, alien? But like, what? but, like, at least, like, Luke was left with his family, like, with relatives. Well, yeah. fa but his family would put her in jeopardy. That's the thing. Everyone knows but his family. Could you find a better person than the sleazeball? We uh, don't like, know he's a sleazeball. I, I think there's something about him we don't know, because what are the chances that he just happens to have the Millennium Falcon stationed outside? You know what I mean? The, to, to, okay, I, I may be cheating a little here, because I read the novelization. He is a sleazeball. Like, flat out, just, the, the guy is not a good person. He is not a nice person. He is the last person you want to hand a child to for them to... To, for him to take care of. Them. I don't know if the novelization has any any extra background on them. Then that's that's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's always the great. Whenever someone brings, actually, in the novelization, they solve this issue by. Um, yum, 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 that's yum, always yum, the the yum. great level of nerd wankery when it comes well, to that. I'll admit yes. the novelization had the best version of the not Death Star because it made sense in the novel. Using hyperspace to send the blasts. That made sense. No, the hyperspace wasn't the issue for me. The issue, aside from, once again, J.J. Abrams thinks that you can see stuff in neighboring star systems from I'm the ground of a planet. That will make me angry. But, no, but the second part is, I mean, once again, scientific fantasy, but yes, no one seems to care about the fact that you are destroying a sun and that has nothing 
has no apparent impact on this planet. <laughs> like they're sucking away an entire sun and everything's and fine. That actually might be the more devastating thing, you know, the, the yeah. destroying the sun <laughs> of the system. Yeah, like because I, I totally under, I totally assumed, oh, there's some nonsensical hyperspace thing, and then all right, that's fine. But yeah. But yeah, the 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 sun thing was bothering the hell the out of me. One thing I I didn't like, uh, I was being if I look at the plot right, ignoring the main plot, it's the side plot stuff that pissed me off because the conclusion of the side plot is they've destroyed the the entire head of the of the New Republic. Like yeah. they literally destroyed all the Senate and everyone involved. Well, and that that's the other thing is like. I mean, the thing I I remember someone talking to me about the Star Wars EU and how they just gave up on it because it had literally turned into, oh, there's a new rebellion because the Galactic Empire took over again and the Sith are back and all this stuff. And he's like, then what was the whole point? And this movie basically does say, yeah, Return of the Jedi. Um, it didn't do anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> once again, now it's back to just the rebellion against the empire no, no, and the, just the no, names no, have the, changed the slightly. Still exists. It, they just had their head cut off. But yeah, but when you cut off the head. <laughs> yeah, and they mention like that they don't have a fleet anymore. That's why they're attacking the planet with just those fighters. No, they so they are literally worse they decided off. Decided not to send it to aid the rebellion. <sighs> they, 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 but Leia actually sends someone. Like you see in the film, there's some woman you see at the planet, and she's like, "I am sad that I am dying." Remember that woman that's yeah, yes. really, really sad? She's actually an envoy that Leia sent to the Senate to petition their help because she didn't trust herself going there because someone from the Imperials would try and kill her or assassinate her. So she sent that girl in her place. It's in the book. Yeah, yeah. Which, yes, I've read the book. But at the same uh, but by the same token, there's still the issue of the fleet. That's not when they were looking for help from the fleet. That, that yeah, they did reach out to the... Republic, but then the Republic planets got destroyed, and that's why they weren't able to ask for the help from the fleet, because where is the fleet? It was... But I assume like the individual member species of the Senate still have their own planetary fleets and their own smaller... Technically, they could pull the resources to pull a Which, fleet fair enough. somewhere, you know? Fair enough, but yes. Fair enough. That's why else is... ask for their help, you know? If they can't provide military support, I doubt Leia's asking for their moral support, you know? <laughs> Yeah, um, but okay, Grant, fair enough, yes, that makes sense, but at the same time, like, in the context of The Force Awakens, I don't think they could have petitioned for that help right then and there, because it was kind of down to the wire, again, like A New Hope. Um, they didn't really have time to send out diplomatic envoys to be like, hey, we're gonna die. At the same time, right, if you look at the consequences of that, you're going to get your planets that are shit-scared. Like, they'll be like, oh, fuck no, let's not touch these guys. They, they blew up our head guys and our Senate. But there'll be a majority of of, of, of uh, planets in the Republic are like, I want my fucking revenge. They just killed the shit out of our guys. Let's go get them. You know? Yeah, yeah yes, which, like, I'm not saying that they couldn't get support, but I'm saying because of the people, I'm saying that they couldn't get support because of the time constraint. Because almost immediately they turned the, you know, the Star Killer base directly on the rebels. They had time to send out diplomatic envoys to say, "Hey, come help us." Episode eight should open like the anti-empire. It should be the Imperials on the run 
from the Republic chasing their asses down. That it should that would be. be interesting. Yes. Because the would... Imperials have their new pl- new planet destroyed, completely turned into a sun. Whoops. So yeah. they should be on the back foot, you know? Because the rest of the yes. galaxy should be, let's kick their asses. How dare they do this to us? You know, that's so it should be like an opposite of Empire, if I'm right. You know, if if if, if things work the way they should, that's how episode eight should open, in my opinion. I, I would I'm not entirely sure how like like I think that would be interesting. I think the main thing I'm holding out for episode eight is not a retread of Empire Strikes Back. Because at that point, I think I would be in the same position as David of being like, uh-uh. I don't yeah. think they will do a full retread. I think they might start with the premise of a retread, like what I suggested, but I don't think they would go the full distance with a retread. Because they did that for the first one, because I think they wanted to get the confidence of the fans back, particularly the older fans, after the uh, after Prequels. the, the prequels yeah yeah because yeah. to be fair that soured a lot of older fans who didn't buy into the whole jar jar stuff you know that soured yeah. and the fact that the movies were bad that too minor issue <laughs> and i say minor issue because fans don't care if movies are bad because it's star wars but they were particularly bad and had jar jar so so halo hello yes 